All right, so we're excited. Uh, welcome yes. to our um, episode number three of Real Life. Real Love. Real Family. All right, I'm that your... so cheesy. What? Real life, real love, real family. Well, yes. <laughs> this, well, real life, real love, real family. All right. I'm Words Taylor. I'm Melody Taylor. All right. And we are in the series right now, uh, 10 Indicators That You May Be Wasting Time in Your Relationship. And keep in mind, yes. we're not saying that if these are like red flags to you in any way that you automatically should leave or get divorced or anything like that. That's not what we're saying. We're yeah. saying if you're hearing something that sparks you, then it's time to have a conversation with your significant other so you guys can get on the right path, right page, right? Yeah, time to evaluate your relationship. Exactly. Exactly. So today, um, our topic is, I feel like this is a good one. This is a foundational one. Um, this is one that I feel like get lost in relationship, and that is indicator number four. Is no, this is third episode. Indicator number three. I what mean, you, you say? can say you can make it four if you right. want. No, it's three though. You know. <laughs> Go ahead. So, if your significant other, he or she, is not actively pursuing you, you may be wasting your time in your current relationship. There's a strong possibility that you could be wasting your time in a relationship. And so, we're going to define what does actively pursue mean? Yes. Um, because it could mean something different for males. Uh, it could mean something different for females. And so... I don't think it's gender specific. I think it can mean something different for people, period. I don't think every man pursues the same way, just like every woman doesn't pursue the same way. No, I don't think we pursue the same way, but I, I feel like men and women may both pursue differently. They may both pursue the same way. This is possibility. You know, I would like to say in my younger days, I was more like a dude. Like, I, I was very aggressive in the way that I pursued men. Yeah, we're not going to compare you to a dude. You that's know what just... I mean, though? Like, that's the stereotype that men typically get. Aggressive. We're the, the lions. We're actively going after what we want. Raw, raw, <laughs> sis, boom, ba. That's whack. But regardless, because of that stereotype, in high school, I I didn't like to be genderized. I didn't like to be stereotyped. So I did everything within my power to go against what my gender role was supposed to be. One of those things was I was not supposed to be the aggressor in a relationship. I was not supposed to be going after a guy, so I did. Well I, I well I, I get that. But understand that sometimes in, in guys' nature uh, See now I'm talking about nature. And and our nature and mine specifically is that when you find a woman is pursuing you, sometimes you're less interested or um, like just like a lion, a lion will literally if if you find a wounded deer, it will walk past the deer because it wants to hunt. It wants to to feel like, man, I've I've pursued I've earned, I was able to learn and and be able to have conversation and build a relationship to the point where. I'm now able to to court this young lady and and get her to 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 build with me. I think there's a certain pride in that for for men. And if it comes too easy, uh, I I I I don't think we appreciate it as much, or people may appreciate it as much. There's not um, a lot of value placed on on the relationship. That's just you know that's what I think. Uh, I'm so, old school, so. I, 
I didn't say this to to challenge and say that there aren't men who think and act and maybe behave in the way that you are going to stereotype them. But what I did say, the reason is to go along with your lion example, is that the male lion actually doesn't do the hunting. It's the female lion that hunts because right. she's the aggressor but in the she's situation. she's hunting for the squad. For the family. I'm exactly. just like, she's bringing Not- home the bacon. Like, this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is... I don't want to in this podcast or, or any she's, podcast. She's, she's bringing home the deer, <laughs> or any podcast moving forward. Like I, I, I like to try to stay away from gender stereotypes because those are not universal for all. That's all I'm saying. Could be potentially. Um, but anyway, so what we're saying, and um, there's still two types of different roles or ways to. There are several ways to pursue. All right. Yeah. In a relationship, you're going to find, uh, well, we could just use our relationship. Me as a male, there are certain <laughs> ways that I want to pursue. So You're just going like, to find a way to bring this back. Whatever <laughs> the case may be. I'm going to talk about how mm-hmm. I pursue. Like, mm-hmm. it gives me a certain pride to know that, you know, I'm going to continuously ask for dates. I'm going to, you know, plan dates. I'm going to open doors. All of those things. Not saying that that is have to be gender specific. I understand there's some women out there like, oh, I can open my own door and all of those good yes. things. And I find that great. Salute. Ah, good job. But what I'm saying as a male, um, when you're with me, I'm my I've made it my personal duty that I want to to do that for you. I'm there are so many other battles you can fight. Allow me to do this one, right? Allow me to to make you feel validated or appreciated and by and not assuming and not snatch your independence away, even as a married couple, snatch your independence away and say, Hey, we're going on a date Friday. But and yet, I'm going to respect you enough to ask, hey, are you available Friday? Can I take you out on a date still? Um, and then respect you even more to, you know, to treat you a certain way when we go on on a date. And that, for me, is like opening doors. For me, that is like little stuff that I do. Even when we're um, leaving out the aisle of the movie theater, I may get out the aisle first, but I will wait and allow you to go in front of me. And then I'm walking behind you, things like that. That's what I'm saying. So, I feel like while we're talking about actively pursuing, this would be a time for me to ask a question. Sure. So, when you and I um, officially met in August of 2004, and you were able to um, provide me with information, private information about my life... Um, and I called you my stalker. Was that like your way of actively pursuing me, stalking no, me? That was actively doing research to see if I wanted to pursue. <laughs> There's a difference in that. Like Listen. that's a, that's the thing with like <laughs> I'm when I say old school. Remember, I'm on 30, 33 years old. I still have you know raised by my grandmother, so I still have an old school mentality. I don't want to. Um, um, to be courting a lady that has potentially been with other guys in my circle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just that, and not to say that you cannot have <clears throat> multiple sex partners and all those things. I'm not judging in that way, but in my circle, 
that's that's a code that I'm not willing to 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 like give up on. So like, what that's you're a standard. Is, that's a non-negotiable for me. What you were saying is you stalked me with the purposes of gathering information in order to make sure that I hadn't been sexually active with any of your close friends. I researched. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I hope y'all understand the moral of this story. So in this situation, I was one of the few that married my stalker and had a successful relationship. Love him to death, but he definitely stalked me. Whatever. I did research. But anyway. Now, moving on. Let's get into it. Um, for just as my wife said, we're going to not make this gender specific specific or specific okay we're not gonna make it gender specific <laughs> but understanding that um again these are this is my opinion this is how i handle things um in in my life and my marriage so i'm giving a perspective of you. me yeah, absolutely. right and so when i say these things you can apply it ladies you can apply it to your life as well feel free but i'm speaking on on my behalf right mm-hmm. and so um, we wanted to go over how um, that pursuit, the reason why this is on the list is because pursuit, meaning actively pursuing male or female, it could either be the death of your relationship or it could be the saving grace of your relationship. And we're going to go into both of those real quick. And so how can it become the death of your relationship? Well, before you get into that, so can you kind of give some example like what is active pursuit so doing research is active pursuit <laughs> like you you said we're gonna define we're gonna it but then we didn't define it, it. Then we're gonna get so into that what yeah. does it look like if someone is actively pursuing you maybe they are so let's say i i call you i should get a call or a text back okay. that's active pursuit right that's right, that's right. back and forth that's the interaction right. i think we'll get into that in the death of your relationship <laughs> Right. So in the death of your relationship, there should be like, let's dig into it. There should be an active pursuit by that. I mean that as the male in my marriage. All right. Even in marriage, there should still be an active pursuit to your your wife. What that means is um, I'm still going to not assume that my wife's Friday is open, although we have said our nights for date nights is on Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm still, hey, you free Friday. Hey, Friday, I want to take you. I want to take you out. I'm, I'm still actively pursuing. Hey, what does that also look like? It looks like that there's a certain standard that I, I put on the, on the date. I mean, I'm not going to be late mm-hmm. to the date. I'm not going to just passively say like, oh, it's just my wife. She knows she ain't going nowhere. I'm going to be late to our date or I'm going to just wear whatever. I'm going to come funky or whatever. I'm still I'm mm. still going to treat it, treat our date, even though we've been together 14 years. I'm still going to treat our date like I'm still trying to impress you. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to to win you over. I'm still trying to keep you. I'm still trying to actively show that that I, I'm wa- I'm willing to learn you. I'm willing to still be here. I'm willing to give you that same experience and feeling, that good feeling that you got on our first date. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what I mean by actively pursuing. Yes, when you hit me up and when you text me, 
um, things like that, I'm going to text back. Or the fact that if I'm on the phone and you call me, guess what? You have priority over that person I'm on the phone with. Bye, let me let me get off the phone. I mean that, and I'm saying actively pursuing. And on the other side of that, I feel like the way the other partner, who's ever the aggressor that is pursuing, your pursuit comes from receiving the pursuit. So in our relationship, the way I feel like you actively pursue is by receiving whatever activity I'm putting out and there's not rejection in that. But also there are things that you can do. Responding to text messages, responding to the messages, complimenting me, flirting with me as well. Um, all of those things. And even on a date, man, having surprises in, within there, like they're still, you know, keeping conversation going, asking how my day was, asking, you know, if I'm feeling a certain type of way, um, if I'm sad or down. And this is something that we got to get in the habit of doing, like people, period. It's like asking, like, you know, how can I help in that situation? What do you need? That's an active pursuit. That's what I'm saying. Okay. The one thing I would like to add is just that, you know, in everything that I hear you saying and what I'm gathering is that you really prioritize what matters to you. Right. And so if pursuing this person, if being in this relationship with this person is a priority for you, you are going to actively seek them out. You're going right. to actively do whatever you can do right. to make sure that they know they're a priority in your life. Right. So if you're in a relationship and you don't feel like the person is prioritizing you, your needs, your wants, your desires, yes. that may not be the relationship that's for you. That's going to be the death of your relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's it. They're not paying you any attention. They're not at like even when with you when you're you you have a bad day or something. I am saying, what do you need from me? And sometimes that response is uh, time, space, um, nothing. I, nothing, or mm-hmm. anything like that. But that is my active pursuit. Right. Like I'm even pursuing your feelings. I'm pursuing. Um, uh, like assistance, I'm pursuing to to give you assistance. I'm, I'm, there's an active pursuit always happening in a relationship, right? And if that's not going on, then yes, like I said, did you, I, that's a red flag for me. Absolutely, and even to go on to you know talking about the death of your relationship, you know if the person is not actively pursuing you, um, some people are okay being in situations where. They're just going through the motions. Some people, right. they say they're okay. Um, this is how they live their day to day. We're more like roommates. I am telling you now, mark my, oh my word, goodness. when you get to this situation, that is the death of your relationship. No one is ever happy in a complacent situation. Right. Like just getting by. There's always we have purpose that's what we were we were destined for that's what we were made for we have purpose we have design and so if you are not actively seeking and trying to be a part of what your life is purpose to be that means your relationship that means your career that means everything you will get bored and it will not be a good life for you and that's really not how you were destined you were supposed to be here to enjoy life here right and 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 look forward to the life after. Absolutely, absolutely. And then let's let's also in this in this death of the relationship, let's get real. This is real life, real life. Um, if you're not um, like so, and you didn't give your kind of definition of what is active pursuit, 
for female or people period however you want to put it but i would say if you're in a a relationship and you don't feel that active active pursuit this is why it's the death it could be the death of your relationship is because someone will give them the pursuit that they want Mm -hmm. someone will give them the validation the compliment and it's only so long i don't care how great a man or a woman is it's only so long you're gonna hear that from someone else before you start to like it or feel some type of way about it or mm-hmm. entertain these kind con- these type of conversation because they feel good because you're not getting that from your partner and then you start to think like oh see i this is where i'm supposed to be mm-hmm. this is who i'm supposed to be with they just get me and all that when in actuality you could be leaving the best thing that ever happened to you, just not teaching them how to to love you and pursue mm-hmm. you, and, and so now you leave and you know thinking you're about to get this eighty percent over here when you leaving the eighty for twenty, Absolutely. right? Right. So that's why we said it starts with the conversation, but that's why it becomes a death of your relationship if you're not actively actively pursuing like that. That is, again, to go back to our, you know, last couple episodes, we talked about validating your your significant other. We talked about all of these things to build up that security and that strength. Well, these are one of the this is one of the things that can definitely kill that security. It will break down that foundation that you thought you had built and you will allow somebody else to come in your relationship and easily be able to steal them easily because you don't have the words or you haven't been building them up. Yes, I think to um, give my perspective in our relationship, not that I am the female in the relationship, but I'm not saying every female is like this. Well, you are the female in the relationship. Right, but I'm saying okay. not because I'm the female okay. is this the perspective. Like, every female in the world thinks like this. You know, okay. I'm not trying to give gender roles okay. here. Just right. Are we going to do this at, like, every podcast? We, we might, because the... I know, you know, if okay. you keep throwing in, because I'm a man, and this is how a man works. Well, like that's not what that, I said. That's but not how ahead. it works. Anyway, um, what I would say is that my definition of active pursuit is really reciprocal pursuit. Mm-hmm. So... If the effort that I'm putting in and the things that I'm putting in, I'm getting back at the same energy, the same level, that's active to me. Mm-hmm. I'm calling you. I'm texting you. I'm trying to re- rearrange my schedule to spend time with you. You're doing that same for me. Right. We are actively pursuing one another. I'm Angry. making concessions for you. You're making concessions for me. At any point, now what I will say is it is possible for life to happen in one of the partner's lives. And so what that means is maybe I get a little bit more busy. So I'm not texting you or calling you as often as I used to. Or I'm not coming around as often as I used to. That happens, right? But if this is going on over an extended period of time, maybe you lost interest. And then... That's all a part of a conversation as well. So if we're in a situation where, because people, everybody goes through that honeymoon phase. And in that honeymoon phase, we are both actively pursuing, right? Right. Because we have this goal in mind of whatever. Right. But you very quickly get into life's phase, right? And so if you're in that phase and you identify like, man, you're not... You don't call me like you used to. You're not responding to texts. You mm-hmm. you don't take me out. You don't you don't really even show me you care for me or that you want to be with me. Right. You, the person who identified this, as an adult, need to be the one to have the conversation. Absolutely. Bring it up. Oh, that like, is the worst. When um on on, well, I guess men do this as well, thank but you. uh, but just to <laughs> thank just because I talked to a couple people that that did this. Mm-hmm. 
um, males that did this, but just to like have an attitude or be hurt and not express that you're hurt and you just want me to know automatically that you're hurt. And that's why I said like you, you're saying, well, you need to be the one to pursue the conversation and bring it up. That is so valuable in a relationship to not, well, you supposed to know, you supposed to know me, you supposed to know what I'm thinking. You supposed to know that you hurt my feelings and all of those things. Like, it's so much easier to just hear it from your mouth to hear that this is how you're feeling. This is what mm-hmm. I've been doing wrong or this is what I have. This is where I've dropped the ball at. Um, and, and that's going to help build up our relationship. Um, I think that is definitely an active pursuit. Like you're actively pursuing um, some closure or a resolution. You're actively pursuing some, that. Yes. Because when a person... Um, gets to a point where they get mad and they just close off and they're not wanting to talk about it, you're now no longer actively pursuing. And so, yeah, I agree. So, if the person is actively pursuing you in your relationship, mm-hmm. what do you mean by or how do you how do you build this or... Because you said this could, this is how you know, this is the saving grace of your relationship. Right. What does that mean? Like, Yes, yes. So, one of the things I really love, there's a young lady that... <laughs> that um i've i've mentored for a while and then so she always wears skirts like every single day she wears skirts and then um there are some days where she'll come in and she has on a dress and i'm like okay then you okay i see you and she was like well i had a date with my father and i was like dang that's so dope so every time she goes on a date with her father she dresses up and and she wants to to look nice for this date because she wants her dad to know this means something to her mm. that this moment mm-hmm. that he's putting aside and that she's putting aside it's it's special that's good and so when you go into it i think of from the father perspective how that father feels that no other person has access to this type of dress or this type of mm-hmm. you know whatever she's you know putting forth you know except for him like that's pretty dope and so when i say saving grace i mean that you know you have the ability uh, when you're actively pursuing to make your significant other feel special oh, that's feel good. feel like they're getting an isolated love mm-hmm. and when you feel like you're getting an isolated love and a- attention from from your significant other you will put more into the relationship you will want to reciprocate that and start pursuing them back Absolutely. now you guys will be in this game of like oh man who's Okay, who's going to up one up each other? And that's that's a friendly game to get involved in. And so that's why I you know, I said to you like I wanted I want us to at one point we had gotten complacent and said, you know, um date nights, oh, it started at 7. Well, we could we could start at 7:30 mm-hmm. or we could wear whatever we got on and I even said that you know what? I want to start I want to start cleaning the car on date night so mm-hmm. you don't have to get into a dirty car and things like Ooh, that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's what I mean, the saving grace where we're rekindling those feelings that we had when we initially got together. And, and you and you see the effort of your significant other like, man, this was only done to please me. Yes, that's dope like that. Like her 
dressing up to have a date with her father, he can leave. Like she did that specifically because she was going on a date with me. And so now as your husband, when you see, you know, I'm wearing sweatshirts every day and then come Friday, you see, I didn't shave my head. You know, got my hair shaved, got my fresh shirt on, got the outfit on, put some cologne on, put a watch on to match, you know. And now you can see, like, that's for me. Yes. That is a saving grace in your relationship when you know you're giving that isolated love. That was a really good point. That was good. One thing that I want to to point out, however, it is not a part of this podcast, is that that relationship that father and that daughter Mm -hmm. and what he's building and establishing in her so this isn't this is like relationship real love real life right we're not into real family yet but let me tell you fathers if y'all are listening taking your daughter on dates he's establishing the type of man that she is to allow in her life when she gets to the point to where she's ready she's not gonna have no man coming in treating her like anything because you gotta at least treat me as good as my daddy did absolutely that, and that I'm was, set. I'm set that bar high. That's good. That's yeah. good. You know, but in in your example and in the reason of you know how and, and why you put it that way, that really just brought to my attention. You know that you want to be around someone who makes you feel like you want to be like they want to be around you. Yeah, absolutely. Like that you love me. That you you actually give me you know you value me my opinions and and just the my time my time is precious time is money you've heard that and mm-hmm. it really is because there's so many things that I could be doing with my time I'm choosing to invest it into you and for you to trivialize it and and make mm-hmm. it seem like it it doesn't matter mm-hmm. That's good. Like that's that's probably one of the worst things that you could do. So right. to actually invest time and to say like, no, I, I love you, and and I want to put in that extra effort. I want to make sure that you know that you mean this much to me. I am actively going to pursue you and your love. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. Yeah. That makes that relationship that much more stronger. Absolutely. It makes it last that much longer. Be it another week, whatever. Right. But each time. <laughs> builds onto it. You feel me? Each time builds onto it. Right. It also yes. you know keeps it spicy. Right. Okay? Right. Well keeps, tell me what you mean by spicy. You right? know now this is my type of conversation. Yes. Now right typically here. you what know do you mean by spice? No, no, no. Just so you know, I have PG conversations. What are you just I, I'm not PG thirteen. Okay. Like, so when I'm old spice or what? <laughs> what, what type, of, type of spice we're talking about. You know, here? I do like that old spice. Like, okay, but when I say spicy chicken, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about spice? Can you stop? Just go. When I say spice, like it keeps <laughs> the it keeps the flirtation up, it keeps the energy See, up, it keeps the about. sex appeal up in the relationship. And it's sex appeal without having sex. That's, That's See? the best intimacy ever. Right. To know like when you know Like when you rub my head, I mean my head on my shoulders. When you rub my <laughs> Like, when you that? rub my freshly shaved head, well, I tell you right there, that's a pursuit right there. That's what I'm talking about right there. Absolutely. And you just... <laughs> just go ahead. You're going to go back to head? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> just go ahead. No, but... It keeps it spicy when you know that a person is truly investing in you and loving in you um, in non-sexual ways. It creates this intimacy that surpasses anything sexual. It really makes you want to um, 
want to give your all for that person. You you really start to see the true depths of, of your relationship and how you all love each other when you can have intimacy without any type of sexual contact. Right, right. I think, um, and so also just keep in mind we're saying for the married couples, all right, I'm old school and I'm not saying go out and just be sexing everybody before marriage. If you are sexually active, please be safe. Make sure you're um, using a condom or, or just don't have sex. Just wait Absolutely. till you're married. Right. And so um, but what I hear you saying is that in that active pursuit, when you're doing things, given that isolated love, when we get to the bedroom, that also makes that even more spicy because of, you know, what's going on. And you're just feeling the, the connection is much stronger. Uh-huh. Right. And then so now we're willing to. You know, just have a better connection in in bed and all of that good stuff. Well, Is that what I mean, you mean by spice? No. Um, what I okay, meant was what this, I said. You got boring you know, spice. My this boring, boring spice. So what yeah. I meant was what I said, which was intimacy without sex. But which makes sex stronger, though. Oh. I agree, but and that's not what that's I meant. What I meant that what is I called, said. What that is called is foreplay. <laughs> Boom. Let's call a spade a spade. So, intimacy. 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 <laughs> 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 yeah, we're not doing any more podcasts late. So, <laughs> but um, oh. intimacy without sex is foreplay. All right. So, that's why I'm saying we're saying that this foreplay. Um, or you can call it intimacy without sex, or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> makes sex greater, uh, especially in in a marriage, uh, in in a relationship. Like if you cannot tell me that that if we're disconnected in any way, that the sex is still going to be the same, as opposed to if I feel validated, if I feel appreciated, right. if I feel like you've been pursuing me, if I feel like I've been getting a little cute text, I've been getting hugs, I've been getting my head rubbed right. on my shoulders, the head on my shoulders, all of those oh, things, God. like, you can't tell me that that, that won't increase in the hands of sex. So I'm saying right. that is the saving grace of your relationship. We, you just pursuing your significant other and all capacities not even just okay not even just pursuing like the examples we gave but to to give more examples pursuing like still learning them yes. still asking questions of still intrigued uh, by yeah them. absolutely still intrigued by by their day about about the book they're reading the books they want to read it's still intrigued by their dreams i'm pursuing you know to learn more i'm pursuing you know more about your future i'm I, like that is that is the epitome of of pursuit and you know a healthy relationship and mm-hmm. i think that should always be be happening once you lose that it, then the relationship just goes it goes nowhere it's going to become stale um sex is going to suck i'm telling you that right now you're going to feel like you're with a roommate you're going to be intrigued by other people and then eventually you guys will break up or you'll feel like oh the only way i can be happy is with the divorce or anything like that. And that's completely inaccurate. When there's some work that you can do right now, some conversations that you can have right now to start to rebuild your relationship. So podcast episode number three. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've spent the last two podcasts trying to input sex conversations. That's not, you said spice. No, I no, didn't no, no, Hold on. Let me finish. Okay. Go so ahead. The, 
episode one and two, you you kept throwing little things in there, and I kept, you know, juking it and going around and <laughs> leaving it be, right? Do you have to juke yes, your head like that? I need y'all to see, like, I did the whole thing, like, basketball. But we're episode three. You got your sex conversation. Not, How do not you for feel? real. Not for How real. How do you feel? Like, it's not... We'll have to when we get deeper in. It's not even how I wanted it though. Like that was still but, just. But do you feel like relieved? Uh, you know, I feel I feel like we're we're breaking ground. Okay, we're, like we're building relationship. Yeah, we're we're you know we got the t- tip. <laughs> really, <laughs> moving okay, I'm on. Done. Moving I'm on. Done. I'm done. Oh jeez. Okay. So this is episode three. He's not actively pursuing he you. He or she. Okay, oh, Miss Gender, gender Rolls here. Is not actively pursuing you. You might be wasting your time in your current relationship. Yes. This is real life, real love, and real family with your girl, Melody Taylor. I'm... Sp- I nope. do. There are no, there are no podcast roles either. With your girl, <laughs> Melody Taylor. And your man, Words Taylor. Ugh. <laughs> don't do my stuff go have the conversation with your significant other yes. let's get it 